1: 560 The Joe Radio Rewind Running back some of the best you've heard here on 560 Over the past 24 hours Where you at? It's Dan Day Social media, at Dan Day Radio Twitter, Instagram, Facebook Last night I was at the Funky Biscuit Catching Tab Benoit and Josh Garrett I posted a picture, we had some fun For everyone, right there on Instagram At Dan Day Radio Gonna get at some Joe Rose Talking to Kim Bocamper About Dolphins, of course Greeny Show, will be taking you to Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood Then Hawk and Crowder, May the 4th be with you right now may these headlines be with you Alexander Barkov's late goal lifted the Panthers past the Stars in overtime last night winning 5-4 their final two games of the season are Saturday and Monday against the Lightning. The Heat look to win their fourth in a row tonight. When they take on Dallas at 8, Tyler Hero and Victor Oladipo are not expected to play. Marlins rookie pitcher Paul Campbell has been suspended 80 games for PED use. The Fish play the Diamondbacks tonight at 640. The minor league season starts tonight after taking a year off due to coronavirus. Marlins prospect Max Meyer will start tonight for the AA Pensacola Blue Wahoos. Russell Westbrook had 14 points, 21 rebounds, and 24 assists last night, leading the Wizards past the Pacers, 154-141, he becomes the only player to have two 20 rebounds, 20 assists games. Carmelo Anthony passed Elvin Hayes for 10th all-time in scoring in the NBA last night. Portland, nonetheless, lost to Atlanta 123-114. Steph Curry scored 40 as the Warriors defeated the Pelicans. New Orleans now sits two and a half games out of the 10th spot in the West. And with that being said, I'm wearing a Pelicans jersey today, so I need this. Let's take a step into the day spa. <sighs> a North Carolina man broke the world record by doing 3,050 fifty push-ups in one hour. Yeah, he can have that record. A different North Carolina man recently won his second $1 million lottery jackpot. Okay, I want that one. A man completed 36 consecutive one-handed backflips. Once again, I want no part of that. After just doing two days of meetings with a lady online, another lady agreed to be the bridesmaid in her wedding. Yes, my hot mess of the day. A man in Spain has been arrested and charged with killing and eating his mother. It's like the movie Psycho times 50. It's always psycho and fun with the Joe Rose Show in morning weekdays from 6 to 10, especially when he gets together with other former Dolphins like Kim Bo Camper. Kim Bo Camper was in East Ventura with Courtney Cox. Woo! Talking about the Dolphins drafts from Tua Talk and White Castle Late Nights.
3: Kim Bo Camper going to join us now talk a little Miami Dolphins. Bo, thanks for the time this morning before your big flight out. We appreciate always
4: it. Always a pleasure, guys.
3: Hey Bo, uh, little, little early for me, but always
0: pleasure. <laughs> did you grab a coffee, bro? You didn't grab you didn't grab the coffee this morning, did you? Not well, yet. I'm
4: actually sitting in the airport. I'm getting ready to jump on a plane here in about 15 minutes. So I, I had that you know that that cold coffee coming over over here in the in the cab, and uh, so yeah. Hey, uh, I'm a little out of sorts right now.
0: Bo, let's uh, let's jump right into this. Um, so so nationally, I was just saying this: the media has love what the dolphins did local locally yesterday. Oh, yeah. uh, we got beat on a running back in the second <laughs> round and, uh, we should have stayed at three. Uh, what, what's your take on, uh, what the dolphins were able to do? Well,
4: I, I think, I think those things are a
0: little nitpicky,
4: but I'm a nitpicker too. So, because I was one of those guys that was kind of beating my chest for, for, to get a running back. And they had an opportunity when Najee Harris was there in the first round. So that, that's kind of where my allegiances uh, lie with that. But, uh, but I, I, you know what the fans it, you know it was funny going into well really this whole last year and a half have been funny you know you, you know everyone wants to get Tua, everyone wants to everyone's get to and then and then they get him with the fifth pick in the draft and all of a sudden you know he doesn't have a an all pro year and and it's like half the fans just turn their back on him you know and I'm right. like oh my god yeah, that was why don't you give the guy once you give the give the guy a chance and so uh, so so I kind of take I kind of take the overall consensus of the fans on these on these types of things with a grain of salt, and, and tend to lean a little bit more when uh, evaluation on on some of the people that have a little bit more insight than uh, than than, uh, than Billy and Pembroke Pines, you know.
3: Well, <laughs> oh, Bo, Bo, as, as Zach and Davey now going to ask you this question: What'd you think of Waddle and Phillips in the first round? Uh, the two first rounders who you know we'll talk about for the next couple of years. Those are the two guys. What'd you think of those two picks at six and eighteen?
4: Well, I I, I love the Waddle pick. Uh, you know, I, I mean, there's going to be three receivers there. There's going to be one, one A and one B. You know, so you were going to get one of them, and I like the one they got. Devonte Smith to me, just man, I just can't see a guy. It's 165, 170 pounds you're holding up in the league, you know? So I, so I, I I like that pick. Uh, And and I like, I like the, I like the, the pick uh, of Phillips. The only thing is I just, you know, I'm just so, you know, maybe I'm just so, you know, been, been over over overloaded with all this talk about concussions and, and and all these things to say, geez, you know, you you, you take the 18th pick in a a draft and, and, and take a guy that's had three concussions and ankle injuries and retired from football once already. And, you know, I know it's a it's a new time, and I know he's had he had time off to get healed up. But I don't know, if, you know, I don't know if those things are cumulative, or I don't know if they stand alone. I, I'm not I'm not a doctor, but, but it just uh, it just seems to me to be a and you know it, it's it's like anything else risk reward, right? You yep. take the risk and, and for the big reward. Hey, uh, real quickly, and hope hope you don't stumble on the way.
0: Yeah, no. Hopefully, they get some luck as far as the injury bug goes. You're right, Uh, Liam Eichenberg. Bo, everybody's been all over the board. Where's he going to end up playing, or where's where's he going to start camp at, at least? I think look, I think
4: there's going to be a line at that right tackle position. It's going to be DJ Fluker. It's going to be Eichenberg. It's going to be Jesse Davis, and whoever else they can line up over there, and see who can be that guard on the right. I mean that tackle on the right hand side. It's the thing about Eichenberg, he can go, he can play, you know, play guard. He said, "Hey, look, if you want me to play center, I'll play center." And I think that's kind of, to me, when you look at that entire draft, Joe, isn't it, isn't it, isn't it kind of a, that that you're starting to kind of see a picture of what uh, Chris Greer and Brian Flores want—want want. guys that can play, but they can also play multiple positions. Uh, you know, the safety forward, he can play different positions. The tight end can do different things. You know, you so you know Eichenberg can do different things. So you gotta, you know, I, I think. You're starting to see what they're doing is getting guys that that, that fill a number of needs across the board.
3: Well, would you say you brought up the safety, but Javon Holland, instead of the running back, I was right with you there with that running back there in that second round, and I really wanted it. Then the safety came out. I was a little disappointed. I didn't know much about him until I kind of looked into it a little bit more. Uh, But what'd you think about that pick? It looks like a Brian Flores guy when you look at the tape and look at what he did. But I was disappointed there was no running back there, also. I'm right with you.
4: Well, you know, it's funny. I I kind of going into the draft, you know, you you put your areas of need and you know, to me, it was playmaker, which included Pitts and those three wide receivers, and then it was a running back, and all these things. And 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 one of the last positions on my on my chart was was safety. I I just didn't think it was a position I need. But you know, the guy's a ball hawk. Uh, you know, he's, he he makes plays. He can play. You can play at the line of scrimmage. He's played nickel. He's played corner. He's played nickel. So again, he's a guy that can do multiple things with Pitts in. So uh, we'll see. But uh, again, I'm. I'm you know, I'm I'm kind of in that position where you know, next year whenever the draft comes around, wherever they're drafting, I'm gonna probably be on my chest for another running back until <laughs> until they get one. So uh I'll settle for what we got, right?
0: Yeah. Right. Well it is uh, hey, um this thing's all about Tua though, these two drafts, right? It, no doubt. whatever. It starts it, with lefty.
4: It don't it don't matter what you did in this year's draft with all these guys and what they're gonna do. If the guy that you picked with the fifth pick in the draft last year doesn't 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 live up to that expectation so as much as this draft is about all these guys it's for to me it's more about tua than, than anything else you know that's that's just the the bottom line yeah. if he doesn't have success well then this team's going to struggle
3: well it's going to be fun though come week two when will fuller's off hey, that suspension so, so
4: so before i go i gotta ask joe something here okay. yeah. <laughs> yep so because i know joe's a connoisseur of this i, I, I kind of noticed this year at the, during the draft that uh that mel's hair is getting a little bit thin in the middle there (laughs) and and it's starting to look like you know you know how you know how joe when you like you know you you and i've been in that boat where you know you you dye your own hair at home you know you get a little (laughs) that you know keep out the gray or whatever yeah yeah you you, you know you do it over your bathroom yep yep But, but when you do it when you do it too much it always seems to come out red right yes and i think that's where mel's at right now i think he's overdone the dye too much peroxide in there and and he's trying to keep that little thin-like thing right down the middle of the yep. hair to keep that, that legacy going. So that was, that was some of my best entertainment just watching him over the weekend. You know
0: what? The biggest thing when I get up in the morning about once uh, every couple weeks, jet black or dark brown. That's all I'm thinking. Jet black or, or dark brown. And that's and staying away from that red. We've had some great yeah. friends of ours through the years uh, that have that have had, way, hey, man, you did it yourself and you got way too much red in that. It's, it's not a good look. Hey, Bo, uh, one last question. We know you're going to catch that plane. Uh, so we're getting into this this morning. After a night of drinking and the munchies on your way home, best place you've ever been to grab something late night to eat? White Castle burgers. Yeah. Bam. White, White Castle Bam. in New Jersey. Because I, I might have been yeah, a
4: bag of them. It's one of, yep. the few, it's one of the few places you can drive, drive through in your car by yourself and say, give me 24 burgers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, little, the little baby burgers i don't know what they taste like when you're not
0: liquored up because i've only had them when i you know had too much to drink but man they're good no no the, no the, you know what
4: It's it's a two-way thing you got to drink them when you get liquored up but if you eat them before you got to get some liquor afterwards they get you get going either way <laughs> hey
0: bo listen man you have a great flight home hope Thanks, to see bro. you soon right, buddy when i get you. out there you take care uh, I guess, I guess, Honestly,
1: I've never had White Castle, so hopefully they'll bring it to the Miami area. Or one day when I'm on one of my road trips up to Louisville, Kentucky to MC or Reggae Festival, I'm going to stop at a White Castle and see what all the hubbub bub is about. People in Orlando waiting hours, getting up at the crack of dawn to go to a White Castle. It boggles my mind. Something that doesn't boggle my mind, Greeny, he's up next talking about Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. This is 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. <laughs> 560 The Joe. Radio Rewind. Running back some of the best you've heard over the past 24 hours here on 560. I am Dan Day and from 10 to noon you can hear Greeny right here. What was
5: he talking about? Well, earlier takes us to Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. I would always be Mr. Rogers Neighbor. I am a child of the Mr. Rogers generation. I grew up watching Fred Rogers and his show Mr. Rogers Neighborhood on PBS and I loved it and I will love Fred Rogers all my life. But the question is about a different Mr. Rogers today which neighborhood will Mr. Rogers call home next of that we are not certain but I will give you right off the bat the two spots I think are the likeliest right now if I had to bet on this and I will turn to my VP of gambling hashtag Hembo do we have odds on Aaron Rodgers' next stop standby okay you get those stop. while I tell you the two places I think are the likeliest destinations First of all, anyone talking about New Orleans, anyone, just take your mind out of the NFC. The Green Bay Packers are less likely to trade Aaron Rodgers to an NFC team, I believe, than they than Jordan Love is to be the MVP of the league this coming season. There is no way in the world they trade him within the conference. So that leaves 16 teams on the other side of the ledger. I will tell you the two that seem likeliest are Denver... And Las Vegas. Let's start with this. The three California teams are set. And some of them are in the NFC anyway. The Rams, the 49ers, he's not going to either of those. And the Chargers are one of the few teams that wouldn't trade for Aaron Rodgers. They're all set. They got Justin Herbert. He's on a rookie contract. They're just happy. Aaron Rodgers wants West. He's not going to Seattle. Again, that's NFC. And they like running the football. He doesn't like that. The more I think about it, the more I like the idea of Las Vegas. Those two, by the way, that I've just named are the two favorites that we have on the board after the Packers. According to these odds, which I just got, are these Caesars? This is DraftKings. This is DraftKings. Tells us that the Packers are minus 125 for it to be his next location. I'm telling you right now, and Rob Domofsky told us on this show yesterday, 5% chance of that, 5%. Much better chance than he is somewhere else. They've got the Broncos at plus 200 and the Raiders at plus 500. I could see either of those. I would right now handicap those two as the likeliest destinations. The likeliest outcome is that when we get around to the second Sunday in September, this coming fall, so we're not that far away. What is that, June, July, August? That's four months from now. Aaron Rodgers will be the starting quarterback for either the Denver Broncos or the Las Vegas Raiders. Just allow that to sort of roll around in your head. It's unfathomable, but it's true. You know, with Brady, when it happened a year ago, we had a whole year of it coming. Like, you kind of knew it was coming. So when Jeff Darlington broke live on our TV show on Get Up, yep, he's leaving, and then broke live on our TV show. He's going to Tampa. It didn't come with that same feeling of shock. It obviously was equally seismic, historically probably even more significant considering he won six Super Bowls in New England. But this one comes so quickly. It looked like things had calmed down. But I can tell you that I was hearing them. So you know the insiders were that this stuff was kind of percolating beneath the surface and everything was being kind of swept under the rug because of Jeopardy and everything else. But we should have known, I'm mad at myself. Actually, I'm mad at you, Nuno, the producer of this show. You're the one who should have said to me, you know, when he went on the Pat McAfee show and he said, I threw a monkey wrench into their plans by playing so well, we should have known then this thing was going to blow up. It just happened sooner than we thought. So our one place to start, which is our brought to you by 1-800-Flowers, is where I believe Aaron Rodgers is going next. And to me, it's either Denver or Las Vegas. Now, Rich Eisen said yesterday, is it personal or is it business? It's both. I heard he'd happily go to Denver because they've got the weapons. He doesn't care that it's in Mahomes' division. He would actually love to personally beat Mahomes. He would love to send Mahomes to the wild card every single year. This is what I've been told. I love that, and I agree with it. You think Aaron Rodgers is worried about Patrick Mahomes? Do you know how you don't get to be Aaron Rodgers? By being worried about Patrick Mahomes or anybody. Aaron Rodgers was Patrick Mahomes before Patrick Mahomes was Patrick Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers doesn't fear Mahomes. He doesn't fear Herbert. He doesn't fear Josh Allen. He doesn't fear anything. That's why he's Aaron Rodgers. So I believe Aaron Rodgers winds up on an AFC contender. And I would add this to the mix. Any team is a contender with Aaron Rodgers on it. All this talk about the great job the Packers have done putting players around him. You put an average quarterback on that Packer team with that lousy defense, one receiver, and a good offensive line? You're telling me that team is all of a sudden is is, is sniffing 13-3? and That team is what it is because of Aaron Rodgers. Quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers put everybody's kids in private school. Everybody's kids go to private school because they played with Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. That's what those guys do. They elevate teams. You take Aaron Rodgers off that team, who is the definition of an average quarterback in the NFL right now? Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. You make Andy Dalton the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers this coming season, they will be under five hundred. Under 500, I would bet you anything you want on that. That's how good Rodgers is. Don't tell me how good the Packers are around him. He's Aaron Rodgers. Any team he goes to becomes great. So I will say we don't know where he's going. We do know when it's going to happen. Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Not until June 1st. So if you're Mark Murphy, you're the president of the Green Bay Packers. You have until then to try to salvage this. The unsolicited advice is do whatever you have to, because they have, make no mistake, they have bungled this, they have mangled this. And oh, by the way, the idea that this is the same as what happened with Brett Favre is just flat out wrong. All these people who are telling you, well, this is how Rodgers got in the league. They drafted him when they had Favre. Hold everything. Do you not remember Brett Favre talking about retirement every single year Do you not remember the helicopters flying over his house in Mississippi? Do you not remember the old bit we did on Mike and Mike where Joaquin was in the helicopter flying over Brett Favre's house in Hattiesburg, Mississippi? That was Favre threatening to retire. They needed a quarterback then. They didn't now. They decided to turn Rodgers into a bridge, and he said, shove it. That's exactly what happened. And then they decided we're going to be in charge of the timing here. And Aaron Rodgers said, No, you're not. Who do you think I am? Who do you think you're talking to? You're going to decide when you're done with me? I'm going to decide when I'm done with you. That's what people like Aaron Rodgers do. And I, for one, have zero issue with it. Ooh,
1: ooh, ooh. I know a great team that Mr. Rodgers could end up on. Saints, the Dolphins. Just putting that bug in his ear. Don't have to put too much of a bug in your ear to stick around because I got some of the best hawk and crowder around in May the 4th. Be with you. This is 560 The Joe Radio Rewind.
5: I'm walking slow with a weary mind. 560
1: The Joe Radio Rewind. Running back some of the best you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. How does it go? I am Dan Day. It is a Tuesday, although it feels like I don't even know what day it is anymore. Last night, my guy's Clive. And Ron and I, we went out to the Funky Biscuit in Boca, beautiful place. Tab Benoit and Josh Garrett, my dudes were playing, and they were playing it like true South Louisiana guys. It was Cajun, we were talking with our accents, oh, it was crazy. And everybody was saying, oh, you don't have a Cajun accent. It's been bred out of me, but when I want to talk like a Cajun, I can talk like a Cajun now. See, you turn it on and turn it off. They always talk very Cajun. It was a good old-fashioned show. I hadn't been to one in years, it's still, it feels like, with Pandemic. But hey, getting those vaccines, getting people out, still staying safe. Very, very nice. almost lost my train of thought. Let's get with it. May the 4th be with you. Hawk and Crotter say, yes, sort of. And also, Spencer Knight, he is doing it.
6: sounds of the Star Wars cantina. Throw back a couple funky Buddhas. Do it all. So today is uh, May 4th, and that, of course, is May the 4th Be With You Day. And so I had a little fun. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if you know this, Crowder, but I sometimes enjoy trolling or tweaking people a little bit. I don't know if you're aware of this. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, I hide hide that part of my personality often, but uh, sometimes it comes out. So on the 560 and the 790 Instagram accounts, I made posts this morning that said, May the 4th be with you. And it was me, you, and Solana dressed as Star Trek guys. And that has nothing to do with May the Force be with you. And I knew that. And I thought that was funny. In fact, Solana texted me the moment I posted them. Amazing troll job. On Instagram. Because <laughs> you know how these people, what do you mean these people? Oh. You know how these people get when, you know, you mistake some you know, it's like when I uh, when when I tell you my favorite Marvel superhero is um, Frankenberry. You know, these people go crazy. <laughs> go,
2: yes. <laughs> and you know how to push that button. Yeah,
6: so the May the Fourth Be With You thing, I purposely on the five sixty and seven ninety Instagram account had pictures of us in Star Trek you know, Photoshopped onto Star Trek characters. And I thought that was funny. And I, I was just right before we went on the air, I was going through some of the comments. I got my friend, Dr. Lascano. I nailed him. He's like, guys, this is the wrong movie. I was like, what? <laughs> are, you, are you serious? Oh, Can't them, be.
2: Them Star Wars people are worse than the Crips and the Bloods now. They're yeah. a gang. Yeah. yeah boy. They
6: they will. The the superhero people, Marvel superhero. And, you know, if I mistake a DC character for a marvel character i mean the the text machine goes crazy you know for years i maintain and i i do believe this that batman is half man half bat why else would you call yourself batman and you know everybody went oh that's not true he he i don't know what he is you know he's not even a superhero he is a superhero and he's half man half bat he has many bat-like characteristics which is why he's called batman but that's for another show uh but today is may the fourth be with you day so we uh figured we'd open with a little cantina a little star wars cantina yes we are aware star wars is the correct movie for today all I'm right a star wars you a star wars guy i am not oh, i am okay. not Dang. i uh i saw it you know i think it came out 78 was it 1978 so i was like nine years old and certainly, I I saw it. I just never really got into it. I never saw the second one. I never saw Empire Strikes Back, and uh, I don't think I saw Jedi. And then it gets super confusing after that to me. Like I don't, I can't, I can't keep them all uh, in track. But my son, when he was super young, he liked all the Star Wars movies. So I was, um, you know, like. I I got a little bit more introduced to it because he liked them, and then they had some of the newer ones. I remember taking him to see them, and then after, like, some— Han Solo. I, I don't know. At some point, I turned to Lori and I said, "Look, you're going to have to find someone else to go on <laughs> these things. You I can't up. even feign. I can't even feign interest for two hours. This is just killing me. You quit. <laughs> I got. Yeah. You like I go, Star Wars. I go. Is there some sort of Uber for a friend? Like, can I Uber a friend for him to to see a Star Wars? Movie? Well, thankfully, he's grown out of it. I think. Okay. I think. I In the close. meantime. I'm hanging out with Chuck and Jim, you know, who are playing Dungeons and Dragons at 51 years old. So, I don't know.
2: (laughs) Your life life is very intricate with those things. Yeah, yeah. I I just like
6: Jar Jar Binks because he's an idiot and he talks funny. (laughs) I don't know what I in. I never saw the movie with him, I don't think. Oh, yeah. Are you into Star Wars Solana? I wouldn't say I'm like huge into Star Wars. I've seen most
2: of the movies and I enjoy them, but I'm not like a Star Wars freak who today is celebrating.
6: May the fourth be with you. Which, which one was Jar 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 Binks in? I don't know who that is. <laughs> who?
2: How do, you go? how do you do that, uh, Hansolo? Is he, he talks funny? He got the big ears. No? Who uh, who's running the board for Five Sixty today? It's almost like this was fate because we have Danny G, the Sports Bomber. Who? Oh my God! This dude yeah.
6: loves Star Wars, right? Danny, Sports Bomber, you love Star Wars, right? Uh, it's like I told
2: some of my friends at CBS when they were asking me what, why I liked both Star Trek and Star Wars because apparently you're not supposed to like them both. I told them, look, when I was a kid, if it had spaceships and laser beams. I'm in. It's just that simple. But you still but you still like it. Oh, You're absolutely. absolutely. You still like absolutely. it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
6: Yeah. And you get crazed when I talk about superheroes. Uh, stuff, I don't right? get c- I used to, but then I realized it's just
2: a troll game, so it's okay. <laughs> I moved on.
6: I hate when they figure out the game. Which which Star Wars is Jar Jar Binks in. That maybe? would
2: be Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, and he actually right. made guest appearances in Star Wars episode two and three. Thank All you, right. Danny, for me. Me <laughs> Misa very happy to help sir, you there, the tannings.
6: Misa love coming on the Hawks and Crowder show. That's excellent. We should give some of those to Don Bailey Jr. for the upcoming season. We <laughs> I would run from the uh, thing. So happy fourth, everybody. It was a uh, fun, harrowing Panthers game last night. They, they jump out. We had, so Crowder and I had a, a parlay. We had the Panthers and uh, Stars over, and it was five and a half. And my rationalization was Spencer Knight, I didn't know if he was going to win or lose, but I was like, you know what, Spencer Knight, he can't, like, not give up goals. Like, you know, Panthers are going to have to score a couple goals to win the game, and I don't think Spencer Knight is just going to be, you know, lights out um, for his entire career. He's got to, you know, he's still got to play like a rookie every now and then. Well, he's played, like three, uh, four
2: games? Yes, yeah, I was with you yeah. on that one.
6: And then, and then we had the Panthers to win. And so we had a parlay over five and a half goals, and I think it was five goals at the end of two, or maybe it went over in the second period. I mean, it was a romp to the over. And then uh, Panthers were up by two goals in the third period and blew the lead, and it was tied, went to overtime, and they were able to win the game. So we hit a very nice parlay last night. Panthers game got a little closer than I wanted it to be, but they've won four in a row. And by the way... Anthony Duclair, the Duke. That's such a great nickname, the Duke. I mean, it just it exudes confidence. It exudes manhood. swagger, manhood, yeah. yeah. So the Duke is going to join us in the 3 o'clock hour today. So have a big show for you on, uh, on today, which is a Talk About It Tuesday, by the way. And here's a man who's going to talk about it later on, Alejandro Solana. He's got your headlines. Anybody tell you, may the 4th be with
2: you today, because I walked into the gym, that's the first thing the person at the front desk told me, and I was over it. I was I was over yeah. it. I already regret having on Danny out of my G's house. microphone. <laughs> I haven't been out of my house, so no one no one said it to me. I would catch an assault charge if somebody says that to me. <laughs> out of my face, 4th with you, man. It's a big day for a lot of people. Yeah, they ruin Star Wars for you, though, because I like Star Wars. Don't may the 4th be with you on May the 4th. Just don't. Just oh, don't do going it. You're gonna
6: tell them how to be a fan. You're, I hate this. I hate how people tell other people how to be a fan of something.
2: Just don't tell no. me. Like
6: I know it's May the Fourth. You don't have no. to May the Fourth be with you on May the Fourth. Can I say Happy Cinco de Mayo tomorrow?
2: Yeah, that's fine. that's fine. That's
6: <laughs> fine. Well, why is that fine? But Fourth Be With You isn't. It's an actual holiday yeah, for a lot of people. Know. May the Fourth be with you is an actual
2: holiday. Don't don't pressure me into Star Wars. I know it's there. I didn't like it. Don't pressure me. into. It. I'm with Salah. Don't pressure me into Star Wars. So you want Wars. the don't
6: asked, ask, don't tell policy?
2: with Star Wars, yes. <laughs> Star Wars, yes. <laughs> don't wear your little mask around me either. Don't dress up around me either. I'll jump <laughs> on you. Whoop Darth Vader's ass. Somebody in. Marcos
6: works. Marcos makes a banger, and you start the show with the Cantina song.
1: Well. May the 4th be with you. I am Dan Day at Dan Day Radio on all the social medias, Twitter, or Instagram, and on Facebook. May the 4th be with you. This is 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Later, slug.